Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nintendo Fuse's Industry Talk. I'm your host, Barry, and today I'm joined by a very special guest from Decoy Games, Kahil Abdullah. And I hope I said that right. Khalil. It was close, though. It's close. Uh, okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, see, I, I should have guessed it was Khalil. I, I watched Black Lightning, so I should have <laughs> guessed that. Um, so, Khalil, you and your brother have put together a development studio called Decoy Games. Let's start with how did you guys get started with that? Like what brought that about? So um, I think most uh, starting from probably like the midpoint, I think is like when we were sure we wanted to be game developers, I started making games in college. Um, I always knew I wanted to get into game development. And it wasn't until about my senior year that I finally found a flash development class that had like a game development um, part to it. And because I was kind of disappointed in the school curriculum and I never found any classes that fit into the career that I wanted to uh, get into, I got really excited for this class. And I ended up making a game for a, mid, uh, a midterm project called Swim Sanity, The Adventures of Muba Jiver, the Scuba Diver, which was basically a like hyper casual game where this scuba diver would dive down to the bottom of the ocean and try to grab gold while he um, dodged a bunch of sea creatures. And this is based off a Nintendo game from the Game & Watch Gallery Collection called Octopus. That's exactly uh, what I was thinking of. Is there, yeah, shouts out to all the <laughs> 80s and 90s gamers out there. So, um, yeah, so basically that I made this game, and a lot of I'd come back to class, and a lot of my classmates would be playing it without me even being there. And that was, like, the first time I was like, huh, maybe uh, I can do this for real. Like, maybe I can actually, like, have this spread to other people as I, like, kind of improve in my craft and whatnot. So then that inspired me for my final to make some Sanity Deep Sea Jivers, which was a multiplayer version of the game that I made. And even more people would start playing this game on campus and whatnot. So then my brother was like, you know, he kind of saw that and he's like, why don't we just try doing, like, let's just go the whole way with this, right? Like, after we graduate, let's see how and if we can make games on console. And this was back when, like, Xbox Live Arcade was just coming up on the 360 and you had, you know, like, uh, Castle Crashers and Shovel Knight and whatnot. And, you know, we just started just you know, Googling and YouTubing things and trying to find out how do you become a game developer. And through that, we found like XNA and we just started adding things to our game, you know, like four players, more weapons, special abilities. And year after year, what we do is just keep on proving on this idea of the game until we found an iteration that we liked. Um, of course, along the way, because me and my brother are kind of artistically challenged, um, Chris, who we've known since like preschool, we kind of uh, met up with him again, and we were like, hey, man, if we teach you how to use the software, do you think you can make art for our game? And, he, of course, he didn't know anything about making art for games. We're like, yo, we'll learn it together. And, yeah, since that day, we just kind of just kept literally starting from scratch uh, year after year, getting better and better and, you know, kind of revising our game. It did not look the way it does today years ago. And this is kind of the end product of that just long journey that we've been through of just growing our ways through the career and learning all the different ropes of any game development. So how long has this game been in development? Like when did you, you mentioned X by XBLA, which was yeah. 2006, 2007 when it started really on the 360. Right. So the way I describe it is like some Sandy was our tool for learning how to make games, right? So yeah, we started uh, working on the game back in like 2010. Um, but that was a very different game from what we're working on today. Because like I said, we would literally make a game, then scrap it, and then restart it, um, and then fix what we thought like wasn't working. That was our way for learning. Now, the current build that everyone's seeing today, 
has probably been in development for like three years, um, mostly while working part-time. So uh, yeah, like a three-year schedule while doing part-time is part of the answer to that. That's really cool. Now, obviously, this is, is like a love child for you. It is, is a very much a passion project. And uh, I had the pleasure of playing Swim Sanity at Play NYC 2019, where I got to meet you guys. Um, what was that like? Was that the first time you really showed it off to a public audience in-house kind of deal? So the first time we showed off uh, Swim Sanity, like a prototype of Swim Sanity, was actually 2014 at PAX East. Um after that, we kind of went dark for a little bit to work on uh, some of the kinks in the game, uh, kind of redo the art and whatnot. So this version that you saw at Play NYC, we've been showing off for like I think the past year and a half. Play NYC was probably one of our biggest shows, like by far. Like we were we were slammed at that show, and I think that just you know the support and love from the New York community has always been great. Um, that was our second time at Play NYC, but I think this was the first time at Play NYC where people kind of knew us coming in a bit. And that's why I think you saw a lot of the, you know, kind of the just the crowds and everything there, which was great. That was an awesome show for us. Yeah, I, I don't know if I saw you guys at 2018. 2018 was a kind of a weird show with the balconies yeah. and the, the floor we were, being crazy. We were literally in a corner like behind uh, like one of the pillars. Uh, so if you came in a certain way. You could very easily like walk by our booth without seeing us. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm I don't remember it, so I must have missed it, yeah. and I'm I'm ashamed that I did because everything I played at Play NYC was fantastic. Now that wasn't my first experience with Swim Sanity. My first experience was actually seeing it on a Nintendo's Indies Direct. What was that like being there at a Nintendo broadcast? <clears throat> Honestly, even to this day, it doesn't make sense to me. Like it's it's weird that it happened still. Um, I think in the moment, because those things, like, it's not like you just give them a video and they upload it to the direct. Like, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So I think even when it went live, I was so much in a work mode that it, w it didn't really hit me until, like, the day after when people are, like, talking about it. And you go on Twitter and everyone's talking about the direct. And, like, you see all those articles and you see, like, Cuphead and, um, you know, uh, what's his name? The, the Pedro game. And you see some Sandy under that. And you're like how am I in this group? Like that, that's just weird to me, right? Like I was just working in my bedroom the other day and all of a sudden I'm being mentioned with these games. So that was a really humbling experience for us to just kind of see that all come together. But at the same time, it gave us a lot of confidence to be like, guys, like we can do this and like, let's get this done. Absolutely. I can, I can only imagine. Yeah. Now, now this, this is, you know, obviously it's coming to the switch. It's also coming to PS4, Xbox one and PC. Mm -hmm. um, what was it like developing the game for each of the different platforms? Did you find differences? There's a lot of similarities. Like, what did you like? What did you not like? There's <clears> definitely <throat> differences. And I think being uh, gamers at heart, we knew um, kind of the different experiences that you feel on each console. Like the, you still get the same core game experience and everything, but um, for the switch, for example, we didn't just want to like throw the game on the Switch and be like, there you go, you have a small bite-sized version of some Sandy, right? We wanted to be able to add different controls, like the gyro aiming controls, and um, you, even the different consoles have different uh, vibration capabilities, right? Like they have different patterns and stuff that you can use. We wanted to make sure that, you know, we looked into that. Um, we have like, uh, you know, accelerometer controls on the uh, on the Switch. So we wanted to make sure that where it made sense, we could use the individual capabilities of consoles without without being gimmicky, of course. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a difference on on each console for sure. 
Now, what about like programming it? Like, how did how was the programming of each console like? Was it was it similar, or did you find some difficulties? Were there like you know, did you feel the switch was more underpowered and it was harder to do, or did you find the PC was just way too over the top with all the different specs that are possible? Or right, I think for Switch you have to like focus on. I mean, once it's docked, it's essentially um, it's essentially for the most part the same experience. I think when you're focusing on the undocked capabilities or when things really change. Um, I wouldn't say I've heard people have more challenges than we did for the most part. I think given the style of our game, maybe it wasn't as bad. Um, but there were definitely things that you had to do to, um, you know, simplify some things so it runs better on handheld. Because we wanted to make sure that the handheld experience is just as good as the docked experience. Um, but honestly, like there's different pros and cons and challenges to working with each console. So I can't sit here and say like one was this one was super easy and this one was really hard. So um, they all they all definitely uh, provide their different challenges. I would say PC is probably the absolute easiest because that's what you end up developing on naturally to begin yeah. with. And then the <clears throat> consoles kind of come a bit after that. Now, what about the other makers? Does Microsoft or Sony, have they reached out to you? Have they done anything in terms of support or promotion? Like, obviously, Nintendo did the direct. So I can say that, well, we have some big things coming up for sure. Okay. <laughs> a little tease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, since you showed it off at PAX 2014 and obviously the Nintendo Direct and, and uh, the Play NYC, as among other shows, um, how's the feedback been? Man, it's been awesome. <laughs> I always joke that, uh, especially at Playcrafting shows, since you get so many age ranges, you would think, you know, gentlemen like yourself and a lot of the other mature gamers who come by would be the, the most honest ones. But the kids are like brutally honest. The young 10 and unders, like they... They have no sense of uh, how long these guys worked on it. They come with the brutal, hard criticism. They they will say the most brutal, just honest feedback and then walk away like they didn't say anything. But honestly, we love that because that's the kind of feedback that we need. But um, the, the feedback has been really positive overall. Um, we get a lot of like feedback about balancing that we take into the game. We're still taking even today. So, uh, But all, overall, it's been really, really great feedback. Um, like I said, even like playing YC specifically, um, seeing that we had like tournaments of 80 plus people per day, which was just we prepared for maybe like 40 on an absolute like fantasy experience. So having like 80 a day sign up was just that was awesome in itself um, as far as like feedback and reception. Now, I have to ask because you mentioned it. What were some of the things those kids said to you that was so brutally honest? You know, because you never really know where their heads are at sometimes. <laughs> you know, they will literally just tell you that they just don't like a character, just design itself overall. Um, we've gotten uh, feedback on our character designs. I don't like this Unleash at all. Uh, I don't like this level, you know. But, you know, overall, typically that's because they, they enjoyed the, the rest of the experience so much that, you know, they have that kind of freedom to just pick and point at different things. So Absolutely. Uh, uh, we have heard from a kid saying that, you know, I think it's going to be bigger than Fortnite. So I wanted to, like, hire that kid as a PR rep to come along with us and, you know, talk about the kid along the way. <laughs> now, when when I got to play it, we did uh, a four-player uh, experience going through the level, and we were teammates. We were playing co-op, and then afterwards we played, like, a deathmatch kind of deal. Uh, so I, I love the fact that this game has those multiple modes. Um, but in, in at heart, I am a single-player gamer. I love single-player experiences. I love to just, you know had you know my private little area so to speak and just sink my my time into a video game and get lost into it what's mm -hmm. a single player experience like in this or yeah so we have uh in our adventure mode we actually have challenges specifically designed behind single player and doing solo challenges to you know complete the campaigns on your own 
So on the single player side, you can play our adventure and our survival modes on your own. Um, you can even play survival with bots. So and we have different difficulties of the bots and whatnot. So you can, you know, tune up your skills and uh, practice a bit. Uh, as I said before, adventure, we have solo with challenges that you can that you can only complete by um, competing with yourself. Uh, we really wanted to make sure that no matter how you played the game, whether it's solo, online, local, with friends, that you had an, an ability to uh, enjoy the game. And we actually think that's one part of the game people don't realize because since we're always going to shows, we always tend to put on versus since that's kind of like the most convention-friendly thing to do. Yeah. But there's a lot of modes in the game that have always been in the demo that people haven't even had a chance to try or see. And we're actually hoping to show some of that this weekend. Yeah. Speaking of this this weekend, uh, the, by the time this goes live the, this weekend will have passed but um what i think you're doing is is awesome and i'd like to you know talk just a little bit about it you have a preview event coming up this weekend um at microsoft store in new york city at what's that like that's that's, a, that's all about you really yeah. yeah so we like to get um we try to try to say we're we want to be more than just developers right we feel like gaming out, outside of us is a way to bring everyone together, right? You, anytime you go to these gaming conventions, you see all different types of people that would would have never gotten to know each other, you know, come together just to have fun and play a game. So we always try to make sure when we can, we're not just behind the computers. And we felt like the best way to celebrate coming close to our launch was to have a some sanity launch event where people just no pressure, come by, play the game, chat with us, chat, meet new friends and whatnot. So um, we uh, we're gonna be at the flagship Microsoft Store this weekend. Or tomorrow is Saturday. Um, basically, we have 10 high-powered screens, um, four local screens. I think up to like 20-something people can play at the same same time. Uh, have a chance to play with your friends. Try the first online demo there. We're actually going to have some big announcements that night. Um, as I said before, we'll be showing off some uh, new modes and new tournaments that we have never done before. So we're excited to see how that goes for the first time. But it should be a fun time. Yeah, it, it definitely sounds like it. And it's, it's great that you're able to do this, especially as an indie developer, to be able to put on a show pretty much for you, like almost like a launch party or a launch preview, so to speak. Um, and and I'm sure when this comes out, it's going to be one of those like, huh, it's out. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's out to the world. A little sigh of relief. We, we made it. Um, yeah. But when that always happens, you only have a brief reprieve before the, the inevitable question, what comes next? So where do you see yourself in decoy games going next? Yeah, so if I, if I were to go through a timeline, it's going to be get the game out, take a breather, right? Get some rest. <laughs> um, there's probably going to be your typical kind of support from for SimSanity. So, you know, uh, any patches and stuff that need to do to make sure that you guys get the best experience. Um, but as far as the future of decoy games, uh, for sure, we have a full-blown plan of, like, supported, like, DLC and additional futures to the game. But we don't only want to be, like, some sanity developers. So we actually have um, three prototypes, and we're, we're like, 100% sure of the game that we want to make next. Uh, so we plan on being around for the long run. Um, and then other things, too, we want to get into. Uh, you know, we want to be able to, you know, show off some of our merchandise that we have and uh, different avenues that we can take decoy games. So... Uh, we, we feel like we have a kind of a different vision on how we want to attack the indie scene a bit. But uh, I think the foundation of that is the SimSanity release. So I think as soon as we get the SimSanity release out there, as a team, we'll be able to like look back at what happened and then kind of see where we can take that for next steps. But we definitely have some things in, in store. That's great that, that you, you have that plan going forward. And uh, you, like you said, you don't want to be known as the SimSanity devs. You want right. to branch out your portfolio but but hopefully you make a I mean, swim sanity too down the road yeah. um now this is a question i might have even asked you a play nyc but i ask this of everybody i talk with that's doing any type of indie game 
physical release. I'm a physical collector. A lot of people love physical games. We want to make sure Swim Sanity lasts after the servers shut down. At least, you know, you have all that single-player content to play. Have you thought about it? Have you talked with anybody? Is anything in the works? Yeah, we've definitely thought and talked about it. Um, I think, the, like I said, the digital release comes first. got to see where that goes. But uh, 100% trust that is definitely in discussions. Uh, we even joke about it like, hey, even if I can get a hard copy in my room just to put on my shelf. But no, but in all seriousness, we that is something we are seriously considering. Uh, we just have to it's probably going to be more like a down the line thing. But, yeah, we're definitely talking about it. Oh, man, that that that's good, because a <laughs> yeah. lot of indies are like, I don't know if I can do it or well, what goes into it or my game's even good enough. And yeah. And I think I think especially all of us that grew up with games just to have your game on the shelf. Right. And know that your game is on other people's shelves next to all these other games. These are the big third-party games and AAA games. And, right. my God, Swim Sanity is right next to Super <laughs> Mario. And, like, oh, my God. Like, really? Yeah. You put the two together? They're both S's. Um, that, and that I'm, is... I'm a 90s gamer, right? So I grew up on, like, SNES and 64. And although I appreciate, like, the new age of digital downloads and the benefits it has to indies, to me, it's not 100% complete unless you have the hardcover case and the manual and stuff like that. So try, yeah, that's definitely a, like just to stroke my own ego. I'd love to see it in a case on my shelf next to my other. I still buy a lot of my games uh, in physical copies, too. The ones I like really like is like a, as a collector, a collector's uh, set. So I, I only get the physicals. I don't I don't do digital unless unless I get a code <laughs> like a review code and stuff. Then I do it. But otherwise, right. it's like, you know what? I'll wait for a physical. Because I want to actually right. own that. And and right. for me, you know, doing this, these games mean more than just, oh, it's a game to play. Because I get the chance to talk with people like you. And I know the stories okay. behind it and the people behind it. And it's like, oh, yes, that is awesome. And and to me, to be able to say, hey, you know, check this out. Um, This is from so-and-so. And, and, and here, you know, so-and-so is so passionate about it. Um, right. So I can't wait to do that with Swim Sanity. Go, hey, look, Khalil put forth everything for this game. You need to check it out and be able to hand it to a friend and say, you play this game. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to that day. I'm sure you're looking forward to that day too. Now, you know where you're going forward. You know where you were before. What is your dream project to do? Like you, you have some stuff that you set aside, but, but really like not out of the indie scene. Like if someone said to you right now, I've got infinite amount of money and infinite amount of resources, what would be your dream place to take decoy games it's crazy um i think well i think from a starter like i said i just want to be so not this isn't against any other indie or anything like that i want to be when people think about like decoy games i I want them to look at them and be like hey whenever they come out with a game like it's a it's a it's a fun game right it's not like look at decoy games they're like those guys made some sandy one two three four five six seven eight nine (laughs) ten and i also don't want people to look at us and be like these guys just make party games um, I want them to look at us and be like, hey, these guys know how to, they know no matter what genre they, t- they jump into, um, how to make a good game. The only reason I'm saying that is because there's no one, I have like a, a bunch of cool games I want to make. Um, unfortunately, I can't jump into it, but uh, <laughs> it, none of them fit into one genre. Like, honestly, I would even make like a, a rhythm game if I, if I, if I, like, if I could, honestly. Um, but yeah, I want, I just want people to know like, hey, these guys really enjoy gaming all around. And they're able to like show that over, show that, show that out to the world. So if you fast forward to like 10, 20 years, I would love to have just like a library collection of a bunch of different types of games, um, just to show what kind of games that we play. Because honestly, I don't play one type of game. I, if you look at my library collection, you have like 
NBA 2K, then you have like the old Dance Central games and Batman. It's like there's no consistency to what I do. So I'd like to see that wackiness from my crazy mindset and enjoyment come out into our library of games, hopefully in the future. Yeah. But I also I also want people to know, again, like we're not just game developers. Right. So if I could get into um, like animation of cartoons and, uh, you know, merchandise, like we have a lot of different areas of things that we enjoy that we feel like indie gaming can kind of expand us out to. But we'll always come back to gaming. That will always be the source of what we do. Yeah, you know what? They they did the what Street Sharks had merchandise back in the in the nineties. Why not swim sanity type merchandise? <laughs> you know, right, right. you can make it happen. Right. Um, there, there's definitely interest. Who knows? You have a the physical copy next to us, the plushy, uh, right. <laughs> still a little action figure, and, hey, <laughs> and again, an amiibo. Nineties <laughs> mindset is just everywhere and anywhere. So the cereal, yeah. swim sanity, the cereal. Exactly. <laughs> it will only last a month because it's going to be some off-brand taste. And once you yeah. actually open it, you're like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm questioning this flavored cereal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, now, quickly, one thing is the game is, is close to coming out. Is there one thing that you wish you had the opportunity to put in this game that you just felt you had out of time or out of resources um, that you would have liked to put in here? Maybe it's going to come post-game DLC. Maybe it'll be an idea saved for the sequel. But is there anything in particular you want to you know, maybe talk about that you would have liked to have gotten in here? Uh, yeah, I, I guess given time, I probably want to put some more... Um I think when we started, like, character creation wasn't anything too crazy. Like, it was only for specific games. So I guess more character customization is something that we definitely have been talking about for the future. That's definitely something I'd like to have in the game. Um, there's a couple game modes that we wanted to get into the game, but we needed to kind of focus on a core set to keep focused that will probably, you know, come in future patches. Uh, but I, I would definitely say for me personally... It's probably like the character creation, uh, maybe a bit more like cinematic stuff around it. Uh, but these are things that we can definitely add in the future, um, things we're always talking about. Uh, and like I said, now you play games and, you know, there's so much like make the character look the way that you want kind of thing. Um, I would love to have that in the game, too. That that sounds great. Yeah, character customization seems to be everywhere nowadays. Yeah, everywhere. Honestly, back in the day, it was just like a couple <laughs> sports games and, you know, your wrestling game. And that was pretty much it. Now you're playing like superhero games where you make your own superhero. And, you I know, think that's so it, it's definitely makes something. their money. Right. It's all cosmetic <laughs> stuff, right? Exactly right. Right, right. The Swim Sanity Cosmetic Collection. There you go. <laughs> well, if you are listening to this and this all sounds interesting to you, you're like, oh, this sounds great. Um, Swim Sanity, it is a multiplayer underwater shooter that has action packed co-op and versus game modes as well as, you know, single player modes. Um, this is coming out early next year, early 2020. So, or we, uh, we plan uh, giving announcements of dates very soon. Uh, we have a special announcement this weekend coming up. So um, by the you know by the time we talk about this, we'll probably have something that's uh, a, a date to talk about. Um, I can't say whether it's released there or not, but uh, this is going to be uh, after. Yeah, you can't we, say it here, and you know can't say it, can't say it here. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so uh, we you will be hearing release dates from us soon, though. Well, if you're watching this and the release date's already announced, um, then you know when it's coming out before I know when it's coming out, because <laughs> Khalil here will not tell me. Um, so, so it's, it's good. I'm, it's, I'm assuming 2020. So at least 2020, we can say that. Maybe, maybe he's going to do a surprise shadow drop, uh, and it will be 2019. It might be out by the time you're watching this. I don't know. I'm in suspense. Who knows? Here. 
You're watching a past <laughs> version of me in suspense. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, um, please, please give uh, Decoy Games some love. You can get more info at decoygames.com. Uh, you guys are on Twitter at Decoy Games and Facebook at facebook.com slash decoy games. Um, definitely give these guys some love. They deserve please. it. Um, Khalil, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an honor. Of course. Thank you so much for having us. Or me. I'm so used to being my brother. <laughs> yeah. Yes, your brother couldn't join today, yeah. but just you, you is, you is more than enough. Um, and remember, for all your Nintendo news, please go to NintendoFuse.com. We also have videos like this, our podcast, and a bunch of stuff on our YouTube page, so please subscribe to that. And we have a Discord with game developers and gamers alike all in there please you could join that we'll have the description and the, the link in the below and uh we'd love to have you there uh, thank you again khalil and everybody else have a wonderful day thank you